Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member of Finnerslipic, Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not an affiliate of Next. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance is not guaranteed future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Pies, and Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not those of Next Financial Group. The S&P 500 is a market cap weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price weighted index of 30 actively traded blue chip stocks. Welcome, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to the Four Investors Podcast, the everyday financial podcast for the everyday investor. I'm Andrew Gay, along with Gilbert Pies, and we are the Texas Hill Country Advisors, local independent financial advisors located right here in the beautiful Texas Hill Country. In today's show, we discuss the major topics weighing on financial markets this morning, and our goal is to give you a relatable down-to-earth perspective on the markets with a dash of investor psychology personal finance to allow you to better understand what is currently affecting markets, driving headlines, and how these may affect you personally. So let's jump right to it. Uh, so first off, if the uh, what we want to recap on was yesterday's uh, trading sessions. So the major three U.S. stock indexes all dropped off yesterday. The S&P 500 finished about 1.5% down on the day. Uh, there was a consumer confidence report as well as new home sales figures that came out yesterday morning that were lower than anticipated. That helped add to the downward sentiment for the market's trading session yesterday. Tech stocks continue to feel some recent pressure from the idea of possibly more Fed interest rate hikes ahead that would lift their borrowing cost. We've talked about that on here a good bit. Gilbert, you got any updated thoughts about uh, the higher for longer narrative? It feels like this has been going on for quite a while now. For sure. I, I think the Charlie Brown used to their phrase was wah, wah, wah. It, it it's um you did that really well well thank you <laughs> i've been practicing practice that <laughs> it, it's it's just one of those things um the, the market has to adjust to the realization or the expectation that rates are going to be a little higher for longer uh I, I think we've talked about this before that the market was pricing in rate cuts as soon as next spring well I think the markets had to really reevaluate that prospect and change their mind and push that off a little further. I mean, hell, at the beginning of this year, we thought rates were going to stop being raised by spring. And yeah. here we are in almost October, and we're still talking about the possibility of rates going up. So it's just a market uh, reevaluation of what their expectations were. So a couple of headlines for you this morning. There was a proposal uh, that was sent out by the Senate, I believe, that was could help us possibly resolve the government funding issue to avoid the government shutdown by the end of the month. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit. We've already talked about it on here a good bit, but wanted to explore specifically how how would an investor look at that to try to understand how something like that government shutdown issue would affect financial markets? You know, I, I think the best way to phrase it is the, the, the stock market and the bond market, for that matter, they're they're both uh, anticipatory uh, mechanisms for what's going to happen in the future. However, that doesn't mean that they don't respond to short-term news stories like government shutdown, um, you know, geopolitical issues, ratings changes from you know some of the rating yeah. agencies earnings reports earnings reports i mean all of those things in the short term do have 
a, a short-term effect on what could happen in the equity markets. Um, you know, yesterday was a good example. We had a new story about housing and the potential for higher interest rates. And what did that do? It, it, the market took it in the shorts, which is not surprising. And, and I would say that in the short term, we can see these fluctuations, uh, sometimes pretty extreme volatility. We'll have these days where the market jumps up quite dramatically. And we'll have other days where the market drops down quite substantially. Um, so you, you have to realize that as an investor, short-term things are going to happen. Your portfolio is going to go up and down, um, especially you know in the short term. But over time is what we're looking at. Over time, and, and the, the key for us is always long-term. So as long as your expectation for your investment is three to five years at a minimum, probably over that time frame, you're going to be fine. And of course, the longer your time frame, the more likely you are to not really have to worry about short-term fluctuations in your portfolio. Yeah. So I think that we all get caught up in, in hearing the, what we call noise and sometimes it can be overwhelming. Well, it's exactly what we're doing, right? We, we right. talk about the short-term noise that's happening in the market, but we're, we're certainly not telling you to uh, make your investment decisions based on right. what's happening in the short term. That's right. That's right. Um, would you say, though, that it's true that some, sometimes there have been instances where sometimes short-term, seemingly short-term things can turn into long-term issues oh oh absolutely yeah there's there's no doubt about it that you know something like let's take for example the government shutdown the potential government shutdown because it hadn't happened yet um you know the the expectation would be that this problem will be solved in the next 30 to 90 days but if this government shutdown turns into a six-month deal or a 12-month deal now we're talking a different story here that could really affect uh, consumer spending, because right. I, I believe if I saw the news story the other day, there's about 4 million government employees that could be expected to be put on furlough. Well, 4 million people on furlough all at once, not getting a paycheck for an extended period of time could actually have a dramatic effect on earnings for different companies. Sure. And, and economic the, data. And Absolutely. economic data, for sure. So all of those things could certainly turn into a long-term problem, but we wouldn't expect for the government shutdown to be much more than three to six months. Could it change? Absolutely. Um, but but I would submit to you that it's probably still a short-term problem, but could turn into a long-term issue if the longer it lasts. Right. And just because it's a short-term problem doesn't mean that it's going to turn into a long-term problem. I, I, would, I would wager to say that a long-term issue might even have a different definition than a long-term problem, right? right? Even, even even interest rates. Let's let's talk about that for just a second. Interest rates are are obviously with us long-term. They ain't going away, That's whether right. they're higher or lower. Interest rates are always there. There's a cost to borrow, and the interest rate is is what we're focused on. However, uh, even with interest rate being a long-term issue, it's it's not a reason to just jump out of the market and not do anything. Of course not. You just have to prepare and make sure that your portfolio is flexible enough so that if interest rates go up, your portfolio can adjust to that. And if interest rates go down, that your portfolio is not exposed 
negatively so that it, it gets beat up too badly if interest rates go the other direction. So right. your, your portfolio has to have some flexibility and the ability to make minor adjustments over time is probably the key. Yeah. All right, moving moving right along. The other headline we wanted to mention this morning was about OpenAI. So this is the company behind ChatGPT. I think we're all kind of fairly familiar with that, at least the name. And they're looking for a share of se- uh, se- sale of shares. She sells seashells down by the seashore. Sale of shares to Silicon Valley investors that would value the company between eighty and ninety billion dollars. And this is significant because this is three times what it, this company would have been valued back in January. Of course, we're all familiar with the explosion of the interest in AI and how that's going to change the corporate and business world alike. So that is seemingly what a lot of this valuation is is from, right? So they anticipate that they're able to continue their because apparently they they had a significant increase in in actual cash flow generation uh, since the beginning of the year. So this valuation is based on a lot of that improved and updated, um, you know, uh, business activity of of the company itself so it's how skynet gets started (laughs) (laughs) and if you're not familiar with skynet it's just a joke i'm I'm just kidding it's uh it's a reference to the terminator movies and um you know the rise of artificial intelligence cyborgs and you know what's funny about that and ironic (laughs) is that i believe it was uh elon musk and uh some other investors were the ones that really got together and helped fund open ai in the beginning because their goal was to create something that allowed the exploration of AI, but that was still safe. So, you know, it breaking out and getting its own uh, consciousness, I guess, and going haywire <laughs> would be the ultimate irony. Yeah, it would be. Uh, so uh, I guess to round us off for today, I wanted to finally mention that we still have some key economic data that is due out Friday morning but uh, before trading begins. Then we get three reports. We get the second metric of inflation, which is the – produce uh, the the um, PCE versus CPI and personal consumption expenditures and then personal income and, and personal uh, spending. So we get those reports out Friday morning. So we'll be looking towards that to close out the week. But in the meantime, you guys take care. Have a good rest of your Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, interact with us, share our content. It helps other people find the show. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Most weekdays, the stock market is open in all places. Podcasts are possible, including Spotify. Jump over there and give us a follow. We'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. See you tomorrow.